Welcome to the Supremely Intercontinental Puckcast, a podcast about fake little hockey guys. I'm your host, Ian Constable, GM of the Banff Rockies. Nerd! Hi everyone, and welcome to the 2022 SICHL Continental Cup Review episode. It's been a little while since the Cup, and I wanted you to have the chance to listen to the Entry Draft Preview podcast with Sylvain that he did such an incredible job with. On this episode, we'll talk with our two Continental Cup finalists, Sheeta Alcara of the Chicago Tigers and Eric Schneider of the Nova Scotia Schooners. Let's get started with the World Conference champion Chicago Tigers and GM Sheeta Alcara. They're great! Sheeta Alcara, GM of the Chicago Tigers and of course uh, the World Conference champions of 2022. Welcome to the show, Sheetal. How are you? I am doing fabulous. A little bit uh, on a sad side, but doing fabulous otherwise. <laughs> well, you did you did absolutely fantastic this season. Uh, the Tigers uh, had a great season and then an incredible playoff run as well. Um, I have a first question for you here. Uh, if you would have made it to Game Seven and you had both of your goalies that you your regular goalies, uh, who would you have started in Game Seven? Oh, you know, I, I, I toyed around this. Like, I, I had the strongest feeling, first of all, in game six that I was just going to ob- obliterate Eric and his team, and we were going to march to the game seven. And I was already thinking about that lineup, what I was going to do. So it's kind of a, a great question asking. I think I would have probably started. I hate to say this. It would have been Georgiev, uh, Gorgiev, however you want to say his last name. I, I'll, I'll enjoy it when I, next time I speak to him about asking him how to say his last name. <laughs> but I would have started him because something about him in the playoffs just, he had a hot hand. And so, I don't know, SICHL is kind of play the hot hand as much as you can because there's something magical that happens. So I would have started him then. Okay, and yeah, th- th- that's it, right? They'll go with the guy that's that's winning the games, and um, Georgiev was doing that for sure. Uh, and it's, that's great that you were thinking of, in advance of that. And man, it was close. That that game six was close. I it was, was close. I I really thought it was coming. I when I was watching, like he's gonna tie it up. It's it's <laughs> going to go to overtime. Um, but you know. Not to be. That's okay. What a what a run. That's okay. Right. I I tried I tried for the World Conference to take down Eric and the evil genius, but I just you know he just that good of an evil genius. <laughs> Pops Eric. He really really is. He has absolutely he has an absolutely incredible team. Um, I mean I I faced off against him in the first round. I only got a game off him. Um, oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's he's got an absolute juggernaut. Deep. Juggernaut there, so, so talented, so deep. Yes, that's right. Uh, how about back to you? Who do you think was the player of the series for you? Okay, so this one, this one, I, I mean, I'm most GMs are biased to their team because a lot of other GMs don't really understand their team chemistry mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, but I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick to you know the. I might. Ha- I might have to do a one-two thing here, but I will definitely say Coacher and Fiala were. By far, throughout the season and even the playoffs, I just could not imagine a better one-two punch. So th- th- those two guys have got to be the players of my of the series, of the playoffs, of the season. They just they just came and played when they when when I needed them. So uh, I could not I could not ask for I could not simplify with just one person, but it was just those two players that actually made made us get where we need to get to in the series and and in the playoffs too. Yeah. Uh, two great choices too, uh, yeah. two fantastic players, and and in that other league, we saw one of them actually just move uh, to yes. a different team. Uh, I think uh, I think he's going to have a nice pairing going forward with uh, with Kopitar over there. So I, that'll be great for for Fiala himself, and uh, yeah, he's yeah. already a fantastic player. I think it'll be great for Kopitar over there because he's finally going to have that first line level talent again with him. Uh, yeah. hasn't for the last couple of years uh, but so uh so i think this will be really good for his re-rates moving forward uh, we won't see that next year but next year we'll see the re-rate from this year uh and i think he'll do you'll see a really nice uh nice player again next year for you there yeah. um and of course logan couture just mr do it all right 
He was, just do it all. He just yeah. did everything. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, I, I couldn't ask for another, a better player to be mm-hmm. on my team. I, I have a tough choice this off season, but that'll depend on my re-rates for them. But, uh, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, it's, he just, he just was everything. Like the fact that those two are the top leading scorers of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and they, they had some impact in the final series, but mm-hmm. just, they were like the McDavid and um, and Drysaitel in the other league, where the the points were just so tremendous, no one could catch them, right? So I was, uh, was just quite happy with that. Then. Oh yeah, absolutely. And let's go to the other side of it. Uh, the team that you faced, the Schooners, uh, like you said, super deep team. Uh, who do you th- who was the toughest player uh, playing for the Schooners in uh, in this series? Who 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 gave you fits? In this series, I think I think during since this was a first live broadcast of this, and you just see the reaction to every single player on their team, what they're doing. It was actually uh, Zivitajad. He mm-hmm. he had like I don't know how many shots he had in the first game. I think it was ten, and then in the first period, in, in the first period, yeah, and that was. I, I by the way, I think there's a I think there's a counter problem there in the first period. I, I, I would like to talk to the. <laughs> the, 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 I'm going to talk to the, the the brass about that. There was some kind of problem. No <laughs> way possible. There was 33 shots in one period. <laughs> but uh, but you know, then he followed it up with another eight shots and then and more yeah. shots. So he every time he got the puck, I just like, oh, what's going to happen? I mean, glad that he didn't score as much as he could have. His shooting percentage was like lousy <laughs> in the series. But you know, he was he he gave me the fits because every time he got the puck, he shot it. So our defense was just confused. And allowed him to shoot, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, it was, I don't know how we would have stopped him at all. So if he did score all his goals, <laughs> well, you've heard it here first, everyone. There will be an appeal moving forward for the finals <laughs> of the SACHL for the Continental Cup, uh, the Continental <laughs> Cup finals. Uh, no, uh, you're right. The <laughs> was just insane, um, not just in those games, but uh, all the way through. But especially, like you said, those 18 shots in the first two games. Uh, he was, he was a great player from, uh, um, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Looking back to this season for you, um, who's the most important acquisition you made this year to help you get to the finals? Um, I'm going to, okay. So late in the season, the, I, I think there was two things that kind of helped me here. Um, I took a really hard look at my team early on during free agency and I'm like, okay, let's get into a money war with all you other GMs out there. <laughs> and uh, I had money to burn. I did not want to burn money, but I had money to burn. I, 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 I typically take like norm stance on it. Who cares about free agency and the money throwing at it? But then I also look at sometimes it's important to spend overspend on players just to fill that gap. Like, and yes, we're filling third lines and fourth lines. I need to fill a second and third line. Um, and I needed to get a strong defenseman, which I thought everyone kind of gave up on Subban. I, I thought he was an excellent choice because he, I needed that leadership quality. And also he still can perform. And he did. Mm-hmm. He finished the season with like, I think close north of 50 points this year, um, a good plus minus. And he just accompanied my steady rock defenseman of Taves. Uh, so I was, I just needed that flashy kind of guy on the defense. Um, so that was one acquisition. The other acquisition that I think brought the thing that brought us, you know, far in the playoffs was Haglin. I really enjoyed Haglin's play when he was on the Tigers, and then when I really set, traded him, and then when I brought him back again, and then I traded him. And, uh, you know, he, it's not that he was a, an easy target to trade. I just, I just, he he made my team better every single time he was there. So I had to bring him in, and I said, I'll give you one more year, one more shot. And he did good. Like he 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 made he had a good plus minus. He was always mm-hmm. contributing to where I needed to, and I was just happy. But what really really cemented it was Oshi. And again, the story goes, McK- uh, GM McKinnis and I were in Vancouver together. I was in Vancouver that time, and we were at the hockey game, the NHL hockey game, and we decided in the second intermission, let's start talking about this trade. And uh, watching a Canucks game, we just kind of said, let's go ahead and do this. And I said, I'm pretty risk adverse, but I took the deal. So I'm like, uh, I'm like I, I knew that that would change my entire dynamic. And I took a big gamble, and I think the gamble paid off on that one. 
Absolutely. Uh, and the best scoring rating on your entire team. Uh, you added right there with Oshia uh, an 89 scoring rating. And he's right there with his passing. It's like 79. So right on the edge of 80 and 90, which is elite status, really. Uh, and I, I sure like TJ Oshie. I paid a lot for him last year in free agency. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I, he made a good choice. Absolutely. I was, it was really tough for me in the offseason to choose between him and um, and Prawn as my uh, as my uh, franchise player. So, uh, fantastic pickup with TJ Oshie there. Uh, you did you obviously paid a, a lot for him, but totally worth it. You went to the finals. You were this close. You're really close to winning the entire thing. And yeah. Oshie was a big, big, big part of that. Uh, yeah. And going back to Subban, what you're talking about with Subban there, what really well-rounded player still, right? Yeah. And, uh, you think of Subban, the first thing I, I, first thing I don't think of is his defense, but he has an 80 defense rating. That's yeah. not going to hurt you. But that passing is sure going to help you. And he hit everywhere else, like just nice ratings across the board. So nice ratings. Uh, yeah, he, he's durable. He he can he yeah. can he's got the endurance. He he, he can keep up. Um, re rates. I hope they do re rate well. But it just you know I just felt that he was I needed that that star caliber player, and he once was that. And you know it kind of revived it a little bit back in him. So, so well, and both players both have uh, great experience and leadership as well, which is so huge in the playoffs, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So excellent, excellent choices and obvious, um, obvious uh, great choices as you went to the finals. So yeah. uh, let's move on from the most important acquisition to, uh, for me watching it, it was fantastic. You were always smiling through the finals. Uh, that didn't change win or lose. Uh, mm -hmm. Is that a philosophy in life? Glass half full? Um, I, I think majority of it was because I was on YouTube and I needed to make sure I had the right presence of the smile. So <laughs> that's probably, that's probably number one. Uh, and, uh, number two, you know, I just, I just was, I was just extremely happy that I was there. I was extremely happy that like, uh, I, I was just happy to just talk 8.30 at 9.30, 10.30 at night, whatever, because it, it's <laughs> Eastern time. So it's late. No one else is around. The kids are gone to sleep. And I just was happy. I was in a happy zone. I, you know, just so it's kind of like, you know, once you're in that zone, you're happy and no distractions. You feel like you could just as much as you can, even if you lose. <laughs> well, it made for better, better watching, better uh, viewership um, enjoyment because uh, <laughs> that made me happy. I was just like, just thrilled for you there as well, because you just seemed so happy all the time. And, uh, and so while, I think 95% of the GMs out there were cheering for you already. I think it made them cheer a little bit harder, um, <laughs> you know, like just to, you know, because you were having a great time with it. So uh, I love that personally. So um, moving on from there, you, you played some great teams, great teams leading up to the finals, but nobody took you to seven games. Uh, yeah. So who was the toughest team of the teams that you took out to, to take out? I'm 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 gonna say like I instantly I'm gonna say it's Havana. Havana mm -hmm. was the you know meeting the two-headed monster of like McDavid and Drysidle. I was uh, um, they pushed me to the limit in scoring. Like I I if you look at some of the scores and that's why Adin Hill's GAA just suffered to like he was four point eight at the end of that series uh, <laughs> on a GAA or something something to that nature. But you look at it, it was a high scoring affair. So that was a, you know, like you watch, if I was watching that game live, those, that series live, I would have probably been like, oh, like every five minutes, you probably would have had a small little minor heart attack. Um, but that was, uh, that was one of those games that, or one of the series that I actually think Havana just pushed us and I pushed back. And that was, that was strange enough that I was able to push back on that line and that caliber of offense and you know that's i would keep that one as their i mean a good almost a number one would be also the spartans they 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 took us the, yeah. the took the first two games from us and then we just kind of cruised from there on in but just havana just it was just too there was not a non-stop moment in that series so that's that's why it kind of felt really good on that one there. absolutely uh we'll go on to the next question then this year's finals had a different twist with the the play by play being broadcast with the two GMs, the commission and the co commission behind the scenes. Uh, I personally had a lot of fun watching myself, which I was saying earlier. Uh, any thoughts uh, for tweaks on that for next year? I mean, you were there. 
Uh, you were hearing uh, Mike in your ear, I guess. But it, uh, but it went over so well for us watching live. Um, is there anything that you might suggest for next year for that? Well, I'm, I'm going to say, first of all, I'm going to say what a cool way, you know, like yeah. what a cool way to do the finals. I, I was, I, I was like, I was like, wow, how are we going to do this? And then when Mike kind of demoed it to us and I'm like, wow, this is actually really cool and unique. I was, I could applaud Mike and Mark, you know, for, yeah. for presenting such a very, very, you know, like edge of seat kind of entertainment. It was, uh, it was good for me. It was good. So, and good for Eric too. And Eric, even though he had his four or five ulcers, it was great for that. Um, one thing that I would probably, you know, maybe a cool idea, maybe next time we have entrance music for the GMs when they're introducing the GMs. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that might like be good. It. Like, I like, like a WWE match coming. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, we did that at the summer. They did that at uh, this first summit. Um, oh. <laughs> where, like, when we would go to the, uh, when we were going up to the podium to make our pick when, when, our, when our team was next. They had specific music for each GM going up there. It was, it was just <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, and it, yeah, on that like WWE theme, right? Like yeah. uh, that was really, really good. So what a great idea. I love it. Um, I'm wondering next year if we can actually do this, maybe a game of the month in the regular season or something. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of work I know to put on uh, two guys that are already doing incredible stuff for the league and so much stuff for the league, but. Maybe it people could spend, uh, spend their SICHL bucks on being one of those games or something, or maybe like a winter classic type thing, a one game in a year kind of thing. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, very cool. And I love your idea about uh, the theme music to, to uh, lead the GMs in. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know what? The, the season is now, of course, over. Uh, we have the uh, we're coming up really fast on the on watching the uh, the other draft, and then yeah. of course uh, the lead up to the summit where we're going to have of course re rates. Uh, we will have a trading window. Uh, we'll have the expansion draft, uh, and then and then of course uh, right to the summit, which is just going to be absolutely incredible. Through the playoffs, you're a busy guy with your team going all the way through the playoffs and into the finals. Did you make any handshake deals uh, through the playoffs? Um, I did not. Um, okay. I'll be I'll be honest. I, I was I was a little too focused on yeah. um, a you know seeing how far I could go with this and and b I also I also did not need the distraction of figuring out <laughs> my next year's roster before my this year is done. Right. It. I, you know, I, I may have missed a few tweets from um, the direct messages from uh, other GMs, and I, I do apologize for those GMs that did. But I, I, that was also a Twitter handle problem. I unfortunately forgot my uh, password, and for the life of me, Twitter will not recover for me. Go blame them. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, but I was, uh, um, I just did not focus on that. Um, I like to, I like to focus on, you know, off season during off season, like, uh, yeah. so it was kind of a. Uh, out of mind, out of sight. It's like, and totally fair. And I mean, like you said, you were busy with the uh, with the the finals and all leading up to the finals. And of course, uh, not just busy with it, but you don't need that distraction when you're when you're working on that. So, yeah. uh, fair enough. I I absolutely get that. Looking, yeah, ahead. I'm already trying to I'm already trying to comb my hair properly for these videos. <laughs> so I can't think of something else. Like you know, like, I don't. <laughs> Uh, you just got to do what I do and just uh, start, you know, not having hair and then yeah. it'll, uh, it'll work, uh, it'll work a lot easier. But uh, yeah. um, looking ahead to next year, whose re-rate are you most excited to see this summer? Well, this is, this is, this is very interesting. So I, I, I'm, I'm seeing a bunch of UFAs leave my team. I'm going to, I'm going to have to pick up a few UFAs, but I'm very excited to see what, uh, you know, I'll, you know, Fiala, I, I think he did good in the other leagues. Mm-hmm. He should be getting yeah. some monster, not a monster rate, but a really nice rate. Um, Devin Taves, I think yes. he's due for a monster re-rate. I mean, look at what he's did for Colorado. I, I, I don't think, I don't think Colorado wins a cup without him. Um, so I think that that's a, that's a huge one. And again, that was a fourth round pick for me. I, I, I really stuck with him. Even, even Eric called me like four or five times last year, just mm-hmm. you know, in the off season. 
can I get them off you? I go, no, thank you. So it was a, it was one of those ones that I think I'm, I'm glad I held on to that. Um, some, some of the young guys too, like Troy Terry, uh, which right. had a great season. Can yeah. he repeat it? Maybe he can, but let's, I, I think he's due for a re-rate and so will uh, Jeff mm-hmm. Norris, uh, Josh Norris, sorry. Uh, he's going to be really up for that. And I hope our good friend Jacob Bryson gets a great re-rate on this. <laughs> <laughs> playoff hero Jacob Bryson. Playoff hero Jacob Bryson. I hope That's right. That's the re-rate that he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our favorites, right? And, and, and that might not be everybody else, but absolutely Jacob Bryson. He was that guy in the in the yeah. playoffs. Um, I, I'm 100% with you on Devin Taves. I think you're right. Um, I, I personally think he's in for a monster re-rate myself, but... Uh, we shall see the sim gods are and the re-rate gods are not always on our side, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, or, you know, not always thinking, thinking straight, but I can't imagine Devin Taves not having an absolutely incredible rating next year. So yeah, good on you for that pick and, and holding on to him is, I mean, it's tough, tough, tough to make those picks to grab those guys that are, that are those gems and and it's even tougher to then hold on to them when you have people offering i'm, I'm assuming lots for them too so yeah uh, well done well done uh we'll just move on here uh what positions so again with next year um and like you said you have a couple ufas coming up but what positions do you feel you need to address the most this offseason so unfortunately, I'm gonna lose a a UFA. Um, you know, either some some, and most likely it'll be Oshi. I, I I'm not too sure. Um, it depends on what happens when the rebates come out. What day is that? The rebates come out. But uh, I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, right? We're always just kind of looking, looking, looking over the summer. It's got to be earlier, I think, this year than most yes. because. Uh, the expansion, uh, we have to have our expansion list in by the 5th of August. So it's in this month coming up for sure. Right. Okay. Um, so I'm, I, I, I don't know who I'm losing up front, uh, de- depending on re-rates. I know I'm losing someone to the, uh, the new expansion team and I got to figure out who that is and what position mm-hmm. that is. Uh, mm-hmm. so unfortunately I may have potentially three gaps uh, you know, up front in the forwards, a defenseman and potentially a goalie that I have, I will not be able to protect. So all three of them, I'll be hunting this off season uh, for a replacement. I good thing is I do have a few good players that are up, up and coming that might be great. Like Bouchard. I think he's proven himself as a, you know, a, a solid defenseman and he might be able to come up next year to replace uh, any defenseman that I lose uh, in expansion draft. But I, I, I still think I needed some gaps to fill and um, I'm, I'm not going to hit it hard on the UFA. Like I did like last year, I didn't even hit hard, but I'm just going to try to massage my way in and uh, you know, just try to get that right pick or the right uh, uh, UFA uh, signature. Um, I'm just hoping that we don't have a crazy, you know, three billion sing three billion dollars of UFAs this year or something. Something a little bit less. Let's go reasonable, guys. <laughs> well, if the money's out there, it's going to get it's going to get spent. And uh, yes, if the money's out there, it's going to get spent. Yeah. And unfortunately, Eric is one of those guys that spends, spends, spends. So well, <laughs> I mean, we could look over the schooners right now and look at their finances. Although he did go just go to the cup and and just probably refilled it, uh, refilled the uh, the bank account a lot. But you know what? So did you go into the finals, right? You're, that was a having that run is really nice for the pocketbook, right? So I it's mean, really nice for the pocketbook. Yep. Yeah. 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 I don't know so, what the final total would be after all the uh, all the transactions are said and done, yeah. but yeah, it was it was it was, yeah. it was it was a the highest payroll I put out there. Uh, I think it's probably the highest payroll that Eric ever put out there. Uh, I think <laughs> payroll is double my payroll, which is kind of shows you like how how yeah. it won. Um, but you know the fact is is that you can make it on a eighty to million to hundred million dollar payroll and yeah, and absolutely. still still do good. So um. that's right. Well, I'll I'll tell you right now, you're over twenty six million right now uh, oh. as it as it stands after that. So you're in very nice very nice shape going into free agency as well. Um, but you know, like you said, we'll see what uh, <laughs> what the big dollars actually are this free agency. 
I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe it goes down. It's been fluctuating a bit over the last five. And really, the highest was five years ago, I believe, um, that uh, Jeff mentioned it was five years ago. Which, if it is, it's it's funny. It was another summit year. Does that happen again in another summit year where people are you know wanting to uh, show what they can do um, going into the summit as well? Uh, we'll find out. Speaking yeah. of this, you're going to be at the summit this year. I am going. I will be there. Absolutely. And and that is fantastic. Are we going to see any Tiger swag there? Yeah, you know what? I was I was thinking about this uh, when Mark or sorry, when uh, Mike mentioned uh, that, uh, you know, the swag. I was I started thinking about that. I'm, I'm going to have to really, really put a I'm going to really ponder this again over the next couple of weeks. I, I think I should probably if I am, I guess I should order it soon. Um, but uh I, I, I may have something. I'm, I'm going to consider something, you know, maybe maybe like, you know, Jacob Bryson t-shirts. Like maybe that might be a, a good way to start the, <laughs> the whole I like summit. That. I like that. Yes. <laughs> that would be really neat. Um, and yeah, you know what? I have to congratulate you once again. That was so much fun to watch. And you did an amazing job all the way through. But, uh, but you know, in that... Um, in that series that was tele or televised, that was uh, that was live, that we were able to watch. Uh, like I said, it was so much fun to watch because uh, you were always so positive with it, and and I loved the excitement all the time in it. Uh, Shield, thank you so much for coming on and and talking about the uh, the finals uh, with me. And uh, of best of luck this year. I'm so looking forward to actually meeting you because you weren't at the last summit, uh, and and um, that I was at, uh, and. I haven't been to one in Vancouver at the, uh, what's the place where they meet? The, the, uh, St. Augustine's. Yeah, Augustine, St. Augustine. That's right. I haven't been to one there. So, I mean, I, I do need to get out there sometime. But uh, anyways, really looking forward to meeting you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, I, just, love, I just love listening to the podcast. Love being part of this league. Uh, kudos to Mark and Mike for keeping it going for 20 some, 22 years. That was the last time I won that. That's that championship, even though I had some hiatus, but it shows you this is a hard league to win a championship in. So I was like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, very, very excited to see everyone in the offsite coming up here. All right. Congratulations once again, Seattle, and yep. talk to you soon. Thanks. You too. Thanks again, Sheetel, and congratulations on a fantastic season for the Chicago Tigers. All right. Let's get started now with our 2022 SICHL Continental Cup champions, the Nova Scotia Scooters and GM, Eric Snyder. Aye, aye, Admiral Butthead. Not just three-time, but three-time back-to-back-to-back SICHL Continental Cup champion, GM of the Nova Scotia Schooners, Eric Schneider. Eric, how are you? Couldn't be better. God, that feels good to hear. Back to back to back. Outstanding. That's amazing stuff. So the third championship, right away, I want to ask, where does it rank with the other two? This this beats the last two, absolutely. This was by far the hardest of the three. Um, not just, you know, coming in, knowing everybody's gunning for me, but also <laughs> had to do it without Kucherov and Taves. And Clefbaum um, lost all three of them uh, due to injury slash contract issues. So, yeah, had uh, um, and plus a, a really shaky goalie situation, which has been very well documented. Um, so <laughs> this this one's definitely sweeter than the other two, um, and especially uh, on top of that because uh, this is of course the the first time somebody's won three in a row. I was going to ask that. That's great. So this is the this has never been done before. No one. I mean, there are three time champions, but there's no three time back to back to back champions. Is that right? That is correct. Wow, that is impressive. Yes, sir. Yes, that sir. is very impressive. Can you congratulations, my friend? Congratulations, Dynasty. Anyone? <laughs> yes, officially, I start calling dynasties. Uh, a dynasty when you've won at least three in a row. I don't call it at two in a row. I don't think that's a dynasty personally. Um, different people have different uh, distinguish uh, distinctions. Sorry on on what is a dynasty. And myself, it's three times in a row. So 
this could be in my mind then this is the only dynasty that uh, the league has ever had oh, uh, there we are, there we are. that's what i wanted good. to hear <laughs> feels good man feels good <laughs> okay um uh, so campbell led the playoffs with a 155 goals against average if you had to go to game seven and you had all four of your goalies who would you have started oh my god that was that was my nightmare scenario if i'd lost game six um i was already starting to worry about exactly <laughs> that um i it probably would have this is a cop-out answer, of course, but it would have depended on how I lost game six. If Campbell had been great, but I just couldn't, you know, couldn't put up any goals for, I probably would have gone with Campbell in a back-to-back as long as he was healthy. But um, if he, if he stank it up in game six, I would have gone back to Leonard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he was, he was my horse. He'd only lost two games. Um, got me 11 wins. His numbers weren't quite as pretty as Campbell's, but he had the bigger sample. So yeah, I would have likely gone back to him. Well, you did have four very good options there. Um, and yeah, <laughs> Campbell leading the way with that 155 goals against average is pretty, is pretty awesome too. Um, who is your, okay, so who is your player of the series for you, for the Schooners? Um, God, good just, question. Um, just that series. Just, just that series? Um, yeah. I mean, Backland always seemed to factor into things. He was... He was constantly involved. Uh, Zibanejad as well. He was he was an absolute shots monster. Um, yeah, I'd probably go with with Zibanejad then. Gun to my head. Zibanejad. I, yeah. yeah. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw his name popping up a lot. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Always involved. He was on uh, uh, on special teams as well. Like I, I used him 21, 22 minutes a night most nights. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know whose name I saw actually pop up a lot as well it was Elias Peterson. True story. He had a great finals. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was cool to see. Um, I had a little bit of good fortune with him that uh, pretty much right at the start of the playoffs, I think it was maybe game one or two. Um, I noticed TSN had given him the fabled C slash W without listing specific positions. Right. Um, so I was able to play him on right wing, whereas all year it, I mean, I started the year just as a center and then they were mm-hmm. able to add the left wing designation partway through at least. Thank goodness, because okay. of his crappy face-off rating. Um, but yeah, getting him on right wing, that opened up a lot of potential, because I, I had a, a way deeper left flank than I did on the right. So I, I think that uh, that gave him a better opportunity. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering where he... I, I mean, I didn't look uh, at the lines, but I, I remember him playing third-line center, um, but he was moving up the lineup then, was he, with that right wing designation? Yeah, he he bounced around a bit. I used him on the second line a fair bit, um, but he was also on the top power play, um, okay, pretty much the whole way through. And I used him as uh, as an extra attacker a number of times. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Uh, for the Tigers, who was the toughest player uh, that played for the Tigers? Who was the who was the one that was giving you fits the, you, that series? You mean other than Jacob Bryson? <laughs> my, yes. my arch nemesis Jacob Brayson the man I'd never heard of until a week ago um, yeah, yeah Brayson was, was something else um, I mean Couture was unreal like coming yeah. back from that injury and, and putting up the kind of games he did at 95 and 97 condition very impressive <laughs> um, Alex Wenberg always seemed to come in with the timely goals he drove me nuts uh, like pretty much any time I was starting to starting to get comfy in a game like, oh Wenberg scored fantastic um, and I know Sheetal rode him really hard. He had him yep. double shifted. So, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, his goalie, of course, Georgia was lights out for most of his games. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots Absolutely. of options. <laughs> bring, up, bring it back flashbacks. It totally is, yeah. <laughs> um, Zach Aston Reese, he was constantly buzzing. He was, uh, I, I don't know how many of those like multi shot flurry things he was involved in, but he seemed to always. <laughs> With yeah. a rebound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hit by Zach Aston Reese. Shot by Reese. Mrs. Net. Shot by Reese. Mrs. Net. Shot by Reese. Rebound. Like, what the hell's going on here? That was a lot of fun. I have to say, that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed yeah. it. Stressful <laughs> as hell. <laughs> I know you can't give us the playoff MVP right now. Uh, but I don't know. I don't what, even know yet. What would be... Uh, who would be three players that it would be between? So not just that series, but looking back from the entire playoffs. Oh, three players that might might uh, have a chance at it. Um, I mean, 
Zemenejad and and Backlund. Um, okay. You know those guys were they led the team in points. Um, Backlund did it in a weird kind of position and scored a lot of goals. It was really really odd given his ratings. Yeah. Uh, and then Zemenejad he played four fewer games but put up the same points and um, had two game winners and three game tires. So he he was always involved um, at important moments. Um, contrast to the last two seasons when like my goalie was the runaway favorite both times with Bobrovsky and Rask um, n- neither of my guys I thought got enough games to be warranted for MVP mm-hmm. so um, yeah if I had a third guy probably Carlson I mean he was he was very solid um, played, a, played a ton of ice so yeah so Zabinjad with the early lead, maybe uh, Backland and Carlson. Okay, um, Backland. So with Peterson playing off the lineup a bit, did Backland move to the third line center? Um, he he was mostly first line. I had him had him in really? pretty much lockstep with uh, with Zabinjad. Yeah, it, the two okay. of them seemed to have some real chemistry, so I kept them together most of the time. Okay, um, I, I did. Uh, shuffle him around a little bit in the final game, but um, but he was one of the guys that was actually double shifting, believe it or not. Um, so he he got a fair bit of ice. He just for whatever reason seemed to be clicking with Zibs. So well, and he can shut the guys down at the same time, right? He, those those guys are so important. Yeah, yeah. R- ratings in the right places, I think. Yeah, like he, he brought the uh, the experience, strength, mm-hmm. round skill set, high defense, like exactly what you want in the playoffs, right? You really should have made a bigger push for him two years ago. Okay. <laughs> Because he still had at that point three or four years on his contract. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's uh, he's got the triple crown for uh, for my schooners. Been on all three teams. Yes, that is yeah, and that is rare, right? I mean, with all the, the a lot I, moved, of movement, and it, I think I had to my next question in the, this year. Yeah, it brings me to my next question, which was which was the most important acquisition this year that uh, helped you win again. Oh God! Um, Going all the way back to free agency to trades before the season. Yeah. Um, yeah anything yeah. from this year? Who was who was most important? I mean, if you if you have to pick one, I guess yeah. I guess Robin Leonard. Um, okay. Played the most games for me uh, in this in this run. You know, eleven out of the sixteen wins I needed. Um, and he was he was a rock at various points. Um, Campbell had, I think, four injuries for me, so it's hard to name him, but he also was clutch when I needed him. So I, I, I don't know. The two of them kind of occupy the same space for me mentally. Like I, I needed to shore up my goaltending by acquiring three goalies. <laughs> so, so you yeah. need to shore up the goaltending that you, where you already had two 74s or a 74, 73. <laughs> you needed two more. <laughs> I mean, I felt, I felt shaky, and clearly I was not, I was not wrong on that. Um, I had yeah, four guys yeah, starting. And, and, and and paid off for you, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, right. And uh, the rest of the league thanks those uh, those GMs that make those moves with you, and um, <laughs> move on. We'll move on from there. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to get some flack over that at the at the summit. <laughs> Maybe um, <laughs> you had the best record in the league by a wide margin from game 15 on this year. Your first your first 15 games were atrocious for what you had for a team really <laughs> but after that you like your record was incredible mm. uh do you think you were taken too lightly in the playoffs uh i mean lightly by whom i i, I think uh i think everybody that i ended up facing um you know they i still finished what was it third overall yeah. in the standings um, right. So I, I and, I and third based on um, our of course, yeah. uh, the, the system with uh, the, the the east and the west, whoever the, the division winners getting first or second in the conference, right? So uh, third, some, something, something you would have like you would have finished second in the conference if oh yeah yeah division winner. No, I, I meant I meant third overall in the in the league. Oh, uh, gotcha. So yeah, I was behind Fredericton and Havana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if if anybody was taking me lately, I mean, like, I would guess I would ask why. Um, I did not. Without, without <laughs> I did sounding not. I too cocky, if, but yeah, yeah. I <laughs> maybe, did not. Maybe I was just wondering if you got that impression. No, God, no, not at all. Everybody was, <laughs> um, I think, appropriately trepidatious uh, coming in to face <laughs> me. And and I mean, I 
went right back at it. I represented uh, my classic crippling insecurity in all four rounds and never picked myself in the uh, prognostication cup, of course, as is my hallmark. So, yeah, there we are. It's working. A respectful bunch. It's, it's working. working. It's working. You should pick yourself next year. Um, <laughs> Fat chance. Okay, so celebrating the championship. How do you celebrate? Have you had your $13 stake with GM McInnes yet? I have not yet. I still owe him that. Um, as after all, he is uh, the co-leader of the uh, Schooners Booster Club with with Henry. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's a stake that I intend uh, intend to make good on that promise. Um, yeah, it, you know, I've got a beer in hand, and I've had many beers in hand over the last week and change. Um, cracked uh, a rather nice bottle of scotch to celebrate. Nice. Um, Ordered myself some Schooners uh, merchandise apparel. Oh, excellent. Th things to uh, infuriate my fellow GMs at the summit, hopefully. Um, cooking up some, some obnoxious uh, ideas. Okay. Forward to sharing later on. Yeah. Excellent. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so you played your favorite other team in the SICHL, the Tigers. Last year, that was the Shamrocks. Why the change? What so and who will be that number two team next year? Fair question. Um, it had been the Shamrocks for a, a, at least a couple seasons before mm -hmm. that, so it, it wasn't something I took lightly. Um, that was that was as much as anything, just like faux Twitter villainy. Um, I, <laughs> I had a I had a Twitter like a public Twitter beef with Ryan that uh, I, I just couldn't ignore. <laughs> I had to make good on that. <laughs> And, and demote him from my uh, my favorite standings. Um, and, I mean, I've always been fond of uh, of the Tigers. Um, you know, Sheets is a great guy, and we've had yeah. multiple beers at St. Augustine's previously. So, you know, that's that's an easy pick. And then it just a lot of the guys on this team are are favorites of mine. Like Couture was a schooner. Um, always been a fan of his. Uh, Devon Taves, you know, yeah. su surprise Avalanche uh, superstar. Um, Kevin Fiala has always been a fun one to watch. Um, yeah, just I like what he's doing with the club. I like um, like the direction he's heading. He's got all of these kind of um, like underrated budding stars. So you know, I, I expect uh, they'll still be my favorite team, TM, uh, this time next year. Okay. Mm. okay. All right. So this year's finals had a different twist with the play-by-play -play being broadcast with the two GMs the commish and of course the co-commish behind the scenes. I had a lot of fun watching myself personally. Uh, any thoughts for tweaks for next year? Any suggestions? Oh my God. That was just agony. Um, <laughs> su suggestions would more, more be for whomever the, the participants are. Make sure you like drop a Valium or something before you go into it. It's just, it's just an awful experience. <laughs> Just you're opening your veins and and watching it all drain out right on camera. It's um, it's quite something. So, I mean, I think my only suggestion was one I gave to uh, to Mike. I don't know if it's at all practical, but if if there's a way to have a shot counter, that would that would save us having to all just kind of manually be tracking that because that's really the main event that we're all looking for, right? Is shots mm -hmm. on net. Um, and uh, as we showed in that first period of game one, it's really easy to lose count when you've got 40 shots in a period. 33 so shots in the first period. <laughs> that, was, that was a bit excessive. Um, so that, that could be helpful. It was advantage uh, end with 10 himself. He did, yeah. That was, that was a yeah. bit of a stupid game. Um, as, as the other five games showed, that was a total anomaly. Um, that was mm -hmm. a very evenly contested series and made me sweat absolute bullets the whole time. Um, but no, I... I uh, you know, anxiety-provoking situations aside, that was a that was a fun exercise. Um, mm -hmm. Look forward to hopefully only one, but possibly two other GMs tackling that next year for the first time. And um, yeah, we'll we'll see how she goes. Uh, and that's a great idea having the shot counter as well. I li I like that a lot. And there uh, you go. Yeah, and I had a blast watching it myself. Uh, like I said, great stuff. How nice um, for you! I'm so glad for you. That's great. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed my misery. <laughs> uh, so you were quite busy throughout the playoffs. There were some other GMs who weren't quite as busy. I know that there's been a couple deals made. Um, I, I think one team has has maybe broken a record for most deals over over an off season when when it's not official trading time yet. Have you, did you make any handshake deals already for next no. year? 
No, nope. I haven't. I uh, I was approached. Um, I suspect we're talking about the same GM. Um, I was approached a few different times, and every time I just politely uh, deferred. I I, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't concentrate on anything, um, you know, 2022-23 season related until I was through the playoffs. There's yeah. just too much going on. So, um, schooners are open for business. I'm I'm more than happy to do a handshake now. But uh, yeah, the shop was closed until quite recently. Okay, so I actually had a follow-up with that. I should have asked it earlier, but you have already answered it. Are the schooners already above water financially? Not I quite. Guess, guess not, not quite. but hey, there's an off-season to go. There's still an off-season ahead. Um, yeah. I, I still need to strategize on that front. I, I doubt I'm going to be able to get away with um, any massive cash transactions the way I have in the past. If, if I'm able to buy my way back into free agency, I think it's going to be through like multiple small deals. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't see a, you know, an angel investor showing up out of the blue <laughs> and bailing me out. In Who wants to help the schooners? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no to it. If, if somebody's, there are a lot of GMs floating significant cash, um, but it just so happens that the folks who are at the very top of that heap um, are mostly GMs that I, I'd be very surprised if they were willing to deal with me. So right. it, it does leave me in a bit of an awkward situation where I think I've burned about half the bridges in the league. Um, <laughs> So we'll see what it can come together. I, I do need to really sit down and strategize in terms of um, the, the cost of getting back into free agency and whether or not right. it's even. I, I think yeah. I have a pretty complete roster going into next season already. I, I, think I was I, going to say. Yeah, I, I, is... I think I just need a bottom pair um, of defensemen and then I'm, I'm set. So, you know, maybe it's cheaper for me in the long run to acquire those via trade and just sit free agency out. I was going to say for a team that went for it right for that like that like through everything at a third year in a row your team looks incredible looking to next year without it right i mean there's going to be like you mentioned the guy you know one of those players that you just lost for this year is miraculously coming back next year right hallelujah can i get a name (laughs) he only uh he was only the uh, top player in the league a couple years ago and it had another fantastic year this year so He's gonna have a pretty good reader. Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think you're gonna be okay even without free agency. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I'm uh, I am a little bit nervous about my team's um, durability and discipline going into next season. I had a few very naughty boys. Um, <laughs> if we're going off NHL statistics in any, any way, shape, or form, and I expect, like Landis Cog, for example, I think is going to be um, borderline useless to me next year. Um, if he gets the discipline rating I'm expecting. Um, so we'll see how that all shakes out. I'm, I, I would love to be proven wrong on that. Um, I might have to consult with Phil and see what he thinks about uh, Brady Kachuk, if he's actually a useful useful presence on his team. Uh, <laughs> could be kind of similar Good luck, line. Good luck getting Brady Kachuk from Phil. <laughs> oh, no, no. I just I just mean like he's he's probably oh, I see. similar sort oh, of okay. Like, I, I see what you're saying now. Point for game player, but I have tried. <laughs> I have tried for Brady Kachuk. That guy isn't moving. No, um, I'd be shocked ever ever <laughs> moving. But yeah. yeah, we'll see. It's um, it's a mixed bag. I mean, my team suffered with durability issues all season this year, so I guess that won't be anything gotcha. new. Okay. Okay. So looking forward to that summit. Uh, at the last summit, Norm, of course, was our SICHL Continental Cup champion. And he trolled Matt pretty well at that uh, at that summit, um, unveiling, of course, of the backup goalies win cups T-shirt. And uh, do you have plans already for this one? Uh, and of course, I doubt the target would be Chatel because, uh, like, who could, you know, who could do anything? It'd uh, be like picking a puppy, God. right? Do <laughs> could anything, ever do anything negative to Chatel? Oh, but no. maybe the league as a uh, as a whole. Any sneak peeks? Just gonna bring the microphone really close for this. No comment. <laughs> there, will right. be there will be something, but yeah, I'm not tipping my hand on that at all. Okay. Yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't think we'd get a tip because uh, I'm, I'm just excited to see whatever is going to be unveiled. I am, I'm really looking forward to this. Whatever it is, I, I intend it to be incredibly obnoxious. Um, so. Yeah. I guess apologies in advance, but yeah, there we are. You you, you brought this on yourselves. <laughs> okay, we obviously haven't seen the re-rates yet. And we, of course, have an expansion draft coming. 
but we can make some educated guesses at what our teams will be. Assuming you lose a goalie in expansion, what additions do you think will be most important for you this offseason? Now, we talked about the fact that might not be in free agency, but what is going to be most important for you this offseason, do you think? Uh, um, probably defense. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of spoiled going in um, pretty much knowing I'm going to have a, a set top four. Um, I'd be very, very surprised if Ryan takes Nick Holden away from me. He's going to be my only decent, unprotected defenseman. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Carlson, Yossi, and Morrissey still. I expect good ratings out of all three. So really, I just I need a bottom pair of stay-at-home slugs and uh, wouldn't mind fleshing out my fourth line a little bit. But I, I think I think my top nine is pretty well set. Um, you know, maybe I'm going to be a broken record off this season. Goaltending? Maybe I get some more goaltending. I mean, it's, it's kind of important, you know. <laughs> Turns out goalies really important in the playoffs. So oh. maybe, maybe I need more than three. Who knows? So we'll we'll see what happens. Public and the public public awareness announcement right now. Any any GM who trades a goalie to Eric um, will not be the favorite GM of the league. I'll tell them that right now. <laughs> Hey, I'll uh, after this season. I'll I'll continue to uh, thumb <laughs> my nose at everybody who, as far as goalies go. I mean, if it's it happens, be, why am I why am I always the one paying the most for them? <laughs> the the market is uh, is not someone will trade them. Someone will trade. I know it. I know. I, There's I, gonna I, be a goalie on the market. I have no and one of, of you, grandeur. one of you tight wads is going to pass on taking that goalie. And then yep. complain vociferously when I pay top dollar for him. So don't let that happen <laughs> if it really bothers you. Right. Well, we know that you'll already have one of the very top goalies with a re-rate next year. Um, and then a number of very good ones after that. But that's well, okay. <laughs> well, I so this is this is the the cost of my my scorched earth goalie acquisition is I'm probably going to lose one at expansion and then one at waivers. Right. So yeah, well, that, well, that's that's going to well suck. now. Maybe so. One of the expansion is most likely, unless uh, you get to our new GM um, <laughs> before our new GM Ryan um, before he's, the rest of us. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's a smart guy. I, I, I've, I've seen it at the waiver draft before, <laughs> where you did not lose a goalie. <laughs> well, you did I, lose a goalie. Let me. Oh, oh, yes, yeah, you did lose okay, a goalie. Okay, of course. Okay. I will. I will cop to that. Um, I have I have no intentions of pulling more waiver shenanigans like I did. That. <laughs> I know that deeply upset some people, and I'm not going to do it again. Um, that being said, I did already discuss with uh, uh, with Chris what his intentions were, and he made it very clear that he doesn't even want to talk to me about it. He's going to take one of my goalies if they're available. So it's okay. that's a closed door anyway. But I wasn't planning on doing anything nasty. I was just hoping to kind of steer him towards which of the good goalies. He could take, gotcha. but um, and I. You're just trying to I, help him out. I well, yeah, that's one way of putting it. Um, I <laughs> I did take a stab at things with uh, with Ryan because we were actually at um, uh, at a little island getaway with Henry before the wedding. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so I got to know Ryan. Great guy. Um, very very savvy. Very analytics driven kind of GM. Like good luck anybody trying to pull pull the wool over on him. Um, and. It's it's already painfully obvious that if I am able to steer him away from taking goalie, it's going to cost me an absolute arm and a leg. So it might not even be worth it. I might just right. I might just go into the season with two good goalies and and have to find a, a a farm goalie somewhere. Might be the cheaper option. Let's let's go to that uh, island getaway. Um, there were some comments made by by some people who attended about um about yourself apparently that that were shared um do you want to enlighten us uh that maybe somebody close to you was was uh oh (laughs) i was trying to think what the heck you were getting at here um that so that that little twitter comment uh from my darling wife that that actually wasn't at an island getaway that was at henry's actual wedding oh okay Uh, yeah we were we were all seated at uh uh, at one of the head tables because i I was uh, in Henry's wedding party along with uh, Matt and Chasm. Um, a very, very well represented SICHL wedding. And um, yeah, the topic of uh, 
the SSHL naturally came up fairly quickly in the evening. And my wife declared loudly enough for everyone at the table to hear that I was, quote, the worst person in the league. Um, I did not appreciate her comment. I do not agree <laughs> with her comment, obviously. Um, she had a wicked follow-up for, uh, for Matt, um, declaring that he, uh, he, he sounded like a defense lawyer, defense attorney, <laughs> which he took very personally. Um, so she was, she was slinging some real mud. He's on fire. She was just, oh yeah, she was, she was taking no prisoners that night. Um, I love it. I love it. Ugh, but uh, one of those. <laughs> that, I, I'm assuming that wedding was on the island. Yes. This yeah. is what I meant by the island getaway. I did, there, oh was, my God. Was, there, was there a okay. second island getaway? There was a, um, I hesitate to call it a bachelor party because it was not Henry's actual bachelor party. It was more just kind of a, a weekend cabin getaway for some guys that oh, couldn't okay. go. Anything. So um, yeah, we, we got a cabin over on Maine and uh, um, played cards, went for a bike around the island, uh, played a lot of uh, disc golf. It was a very, very West Coast hippie <laughs> kind of kind of gathering. Well, but yeah, that's that fun. Great. Um, at that wedding, mm. were there? Do you know of any deals that were made? SACHL deals. I think we were all in the same frame of mind that um, there would be no no dealing going on. It was we were all, <laughs> of course, first and foremost, support Henry and Kyla in this most joyous of unions. Um, <laughs> And then to just get absolutely slammered and yeah. uh, dance the night away, which I did not end up doing because I'm an old man apparently and get tired by about nine thirty, thanks to a very <laughs> six year old that I have here. So uh, my wife and I called it quits fairly early in the evening, but uh, nevertheless, a good time was had by all. Well, a big congratulations from from all of us at, in the SACHL, of course, to Henry and Kyla. Um, all the best for your future. Um, and I'm, it sounds like it was an absolute blast. So, uh, okay. Absolutely. You're on vacation at the moment. Mm -hmm. Have you started the awards right up? So, okay. True story. Um, I felt immense guilt at, uh, at being a, probably the slowest award writer in SACHL history last season. So I didn't want to repeat that. I emailed Mark the same night that, uh, that we took home our championship trophy and offered to get cracking on the awards um, as soon as I thought you were going to say that you emailed him the same night with the awards. I, I was going to start laughing pretty I'm not, hard. I'm not like, wow. that keen, all right? that I mean, I'm not quite that keen, but, um, but yeah, hopefully that has motivated him to send out the, uh, the award nomination stuff Perfect. Um, fairly early. I, I don't know. I haven't heard back yet. No, no shade on Mark. I know he takes a bit of a sailing excursion. As soon oh, as yeah. But whenever yeah, he, he gets back to his inbox, he'll see that in there. And um, yeah, I'm more than happy to uh, to crank that out well before the summit. So we've got a nice fresh main page to look at. Oh, fantastic! And yeah, yeah. he 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 deserves um, a mat, like a wonderful vacation time away uh, from the league, from all of us hounding him on every little thing. And uh, no doubt, no doubt. And, uh, <laughs> and well, you know, he he's going to deserve a vacation from from the list of of trades it sounds like he's going to get um if god yeah poor. Not, not for me not for me well <laughs> poor you know, two two from me but two think, well <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty close so <laughs> anyways i the, nothing's been sent yet right just kind of all handshakes yeah anyways so Chris must have quite the spreadsheet going that's all i'll say on yeah, that. that's exactly what i'm thinking too um i i can't imagine i, I hope he, yeah i hope he's been recording the mono spreadsheet for sure because <laughs> it sounds like it's it's immense so yeah if, if there are any uh, assets being moved out that he hasn't already received that's going to be quite the house of cards that he has to try to assemble in order it'll be fun I look forward to seeing it yeah so flights are booked for the summit oh yeah yep we are yeah. we're in the uh Thursday early afternoon. I forget the exact oh, time. Um, we being me and Henry, we're on the same flight. Oh, nice. Um, we'll be at the, uh, I think it's, what is that, Holiday Inn that I guess most folks are staying at. Mm -hmm. so we got a place there. We'll be flying out uh, Sunday early afternoon, something like that, along with uh, Matt McKinnis. He's going to be joining us on that flight out, I believe. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we're all booked. We're all ready to roll. 
flight Amazon. insurance with all the flights I've seen. Uh, oh, poor, poor uh, JD in, oh, in that's, uh, that's, Portland. That's brutal. Uh, but if if anything positive come out of that, is that it happened this early, and hopefully he could be, he should be able to get on another flight. Yeah, fingers right? crossed. But just brutal stuff, you know. Yeah, so. that's that sucks. One, I, I mentioned this in a, a Twitter reply, but I'll I'll mention it here just so it gets enough air. Maybe somebody will hear it who didn't see it on Twitter. Um, if you've booked your flights, presumably using a credit card, it's worth calling your credit card company. Yes, about your, yes, your that's cancellation a great, insurance. Great point. Um, most most cards do have at least like twenty five hundred bucks in, in cancellation insurance. So if, for example, if you have to rebook and your ticket is more expensive, hopefully your card company will pay for that. So right. give them a call, find out what the terms are. Some cards are much better than others. Um, I think the Visa Infinite Privilege or whatever that one is like twenty five thousand dollars in cancellation. Um, wow. As long as you booked your whole trip through them, like seventy five percent of costs. Something blah blah blah. Anyway, I am a banker. Yeah. I am boring, but there we are. That can be useful sometimes. I have decided, so I, with my flight, I booked a checked bag, uh, and I'm, I'm thinking I, I, mm. I paid for that checked bag. I don't think I'm bringing that checked bag Yeah, good because call. I think that's, if anything's going to like slow me down, uh, like four hours waiting for a bag at the airport, um, that would be it. Right. So, 100%. um, I think I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm coming in, uh, later on that Thursday. I think I arrive at like eight in the evening. Um, I have a Sunday morning flight out at 7 a.m. at least. Oh, God. What are you thinking? <laughs> Madness. It was half the price of any other flights, and it was still with WestJet. It wasn't with uh, Lake Swoop or anything. It was That's when good. I was booking, it was Swoop and, and those ones that were worrying me, like, okay, the, those, you know, they cancel half their flights without the pandemic stuff. So <laughs> don't say <laughs> so. that. Henry and I are taking uh, Lynx and Flare. <laughs> oh, Okay. God help us. <laughs> right. So hopefully, hopefully we'll see everybody there. <laughs> yeah, I hope to see you there. Um, We're gonna have yeah. a layover in friggin' Peterborough or something. I don't know. Eric, a huge congratulations. It's it's extremely impressive uh, that you've been able to pull this off the back to back to back championships, and you looked you looked just as strong as ever, if not stronger, for next year. Uh, the goaltending really scares me um, with what I think uh, Freddie Anderson is going to get for E8 on top of how deep your team is and you do have you'll still have a second goalie at least for uh, you know even if you lose in the expansion and uh, and the waivers so uh, congratulations uh, I'm so looking forward to seeing you and so many other uh, GMs at the uh, summit and uh, all the best till then enjoy the rest of your vacation and thanks a ton for coming on. Thanks, buddy. It's been great. Um, yeah, huge, huge thank you to uh, to Mark and Mike. Um, yes. For putting on yet another fantastic season, continuing to to raise the game. Um, thank you to uh, to you and everybody else who who makes this league so interesting with um, great additions like the the podcast, the power rankings, Costulator, um, the grinder, whomever the hell you yeah. are. Um, <laughs> This is this is still a, a, a debate of huge interest. Um, it is. Yeah. So if there's some sort of reveal at the summit, that would be. I don't know. I'd almost be disappointed, but I'd be kind of relieved to figure out who the hell this person actually is. Um, but yes, massive thank you. Like this, this league is is only as good and fun as its people. And um, I mean, I, I hope my villainy in some way, shape, or form contributes to that <laughs> entertainment rather than detracting from. But uh, but everybody else, I mean, it, this wouldn't be nearly as entertaining, and I certainly wouldn't try nearly as hard if uh, if you guys weren't all um, such uh, wonderful gentlemen. So, yeah, it's been a great time. Thanks for having me on the show. You bet. All right, talk to you soon. Great stuff, Eric. Thanks so much. And congratulations once again on your 2022 SICHL Continental Cup Championship. Again, big congratulations to Sheeta Alcara and his fantastic season and run through the playoffs. And a wonderful season to everybody out there. A big, big thank you to everybody that uh, is a part of the SICHL. Makes it such an amazing league. Uh, of course, huge thanks to Mark McRae and Mike Franceschini for running the league and uh, putting up with all of us day to day. All right. I hope everyone has a fantastic summer. It's getting pretty short now. 
as I'm really looking forward to uh, that summit coming up in uh, later August. And of course, we have tons of stuff before then. We have the expansion draft. We have re-rates coming up before that. So much stuff to come up. So everybody have yourself a great summer. Look forward to talking to you for the 2023 season. Okay, bye for now.